This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Bird Show. So you go out on a first date. Things are so good. They're so freaking good. Uh, the connection is there. You agree with him on just about everything. Your values match up. You're so excited. I mean, and it, when he speaks, it hits you deeply in your heart. You have just fallen in love, and it is the first date. And you are so excited. You call your mom or your dad, and you're like, oh, my God. I know this sounds crazy. But I just went out with the man that I know I'm going to marry. They're all excited for you. They start asking you questions. And then three weeks later when they check in with you and they say, so how's it going with Billy Bob? You say, yeah, he ghosted me. And they, at that point, have the opportunity to say, you're a dumbass. <laughs> but in most cases, it just fades away, and nobody, nobody ever brings up to you again how ridiculous you just sounded three weeks ago. Dang it. We want accountability. So we asked a couple of weeks ago, if you just went out with somebody and you are absolutely sure that this is the person that you are going to spend the rest of your life with, you go ahead, you give us a call, and we want to check in with you from time to time to see if your instinct was right. This was a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So we got two of the three ready to circle back with us today to see if their instincts were right. The first is Candace, who was dating for about four weeks, and last we heard they were spending Thanksgiving with them, and they had already become exclusive. Hey, Candace. Hey. hey. Okay, just to refresh our memory, you guys met where before going with each other to Thanksgiving? Um, so we went out on um, our first date at a restaurant. Um, and then after that, um, he actually came to my house and helped me put together my new bed. Um, my ex taking that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's that's one stop shopping there. You put it together and then you use it. Well, yeah. we gotta make sure it works. Gotta yeah. test it out, baby. Yes, yeah. sir. It didn't go like that, but okay. you know. <laughs> um, and then um, I think we um, met up at um, main event, and we had some game night. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. game night date. You know in that uh, first game of whack-a-mole if you're going to be in love for the rest of your life or not, <laughs> that main event. <laughs> right. And then, um, so Thanksgiving came around, and I did take him some food that morning, and we spent a little time together on Thanksgiving nice. um, before I went to see my family and everything. That's big. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then the, um, and then... 
there, then I went over to his house one night and we kind of played truth or dare mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I had some nice conversation. A little more dead uh, in truth, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, (laughs) but then um yeah and it's just been great i mean we had another day since and you know now he has um a drawer at my house does he have a little even if it's the smallest does he have even the littlest bit of real estate in your closet yet a little tiny, yeah, a okay. little tiny box. Yeah. This, this is where it starts right here. Mm-hmm. It is like that board game risk. They come in with a little itty bitty real estate, and before you know it, they own the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so four weeks in, you bring him to your folks' house, which um, they must have been like, how long have you known this guy? Who is he? No, I didn't bring him oh, to. Oh, you did um, not? Okay. No, no, no. I just went to visit him on Thanksgiving. Ah, okay. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. No, there was no family involved. All right. So but th- you're still going well. Yes. Okay. Instinct right so far. We will check back with you after New Year's, see if he messes this up on New Year's Eve, okay? <laughs> All right. Oh. Okay. Good luck. Good we'll luck, Andy. Say the L word by then. Oh, no doubt. Oh, right. yeah. That's festive, baby. That's uh-huh. the eight week mark. Of, that's when you have to say it. <laughs> right. right. All right. Hold on, uh, and we will check back with you after the first. Okay. Okay. Thanks. All right. Instinct solid so far. I love it. Uh, one for one. Then there is Tina. Who met her dude on Bumble, and her instincts told her, like, right away on Bumble, this was the guy she's going to marry. Tina, how has it gone since? Hey, it's it's gone really well. Like, super well. Ooh, really? She, she yeah. threw out a really Anna super. Over. Really super. <laughs> so you still have all the tingles you had on the very first time that you guys, like, were talking online. You still believe that this is the guy you are going to marry. Yeah, yeah, I feel like the tingles are just growing. Okay. Um, you guys have met in person and have been hanging out? <laughs> yes, quite a bit. Okay, all right. You got any holiday plans together? We do, yeah. I'm super excited to be spending Christmas with him. He he invited me to spend Christmas with him a few weeks ago, and I told my mom, and she was upset about it at first, but then she came around, and um, she knows how much he means to me already and now she's really excited for me and um i've actually been getting to know his mom via facetime and she's super sweet so we've got good relationships going with each other's moms and we've actually had a lot of deep discussions about like that feeling like w- when you know you know mm-hmm. and i don't know we're, we're both convinced that's great that Two for two. Two for two. I'm very excited for you. I mean, and your parents, I mean, we're talking about now the total amount of time that you guys have known each other because you're going to uh, meet his family. Is how long now? Let's see. Um, (laughs) Six weeks. Six weeks. Then you know you know. Mm -hmm. Okay. We will check back with you as well after New Year's, and hopefully it's the same conversation. We are going strong, and my instincts were right. Well done. Thanks, guys. All right. Good luck, Tina. (laughs) All right. So far, so good. So love is still alive. That's one hundred percent. Love is back. I walked in the door with my and uh, with somebody that I had just met for four to eight weeks, and to meet my family, they would have laughed me and my date out of the house. <laughs> it's just like no way. They probably would have escorted both of us out. Yeah. My family. Yeah, not that. 
The Bird Show. All right, Kristen, you're having a little problem with your brother? We are, well, I wouldn't say it's a problem. It is a disagreement. Okay. On who should get the sleigh my dad built. This is going to be a special holiday sibling court. Mm. A little backstory here. I have a younger brother. He is two years younger than me. He is the superior child because he is a firefighter and he's also a Marine. Um, he is currently, he, he, he does, the, he works at the training facility. So he trains the future firefighters and that's what he's doing this morning, which is why he's not on with us. Mm-hmm. But he did send me his talking points to um, present his side as to why he should get the sleigh my dad built when we were kids. The man is a patriot and he oh, fought yeah. for our country. Uh-huh. And you think that we are going to vote against him. I'm going to try really, really hard. Right. A vote against him is a vote for <laughs> communism. <laughs> it's for Putin. Okay, so to give you a little history of the sleigh I am speaking of. So when my brother and I were kids, my dad, who is was was incredibly handy, right? Fixed everything around the house, um, basically built our garage, which looked like a barn. And he could he could just he could do anything. So he built a Santa sleigh out of wood, painted it red. It looked I mean, it's like a legit sleigh. And then my mom would put like these giant Christmas presents that she had wrapped and put it in there. And it just looked like Santa sleigh was parked in our front yard because my family went big when it came to decorations. That's where I get it from. And, you know, six years ago, my dad passed away. And that sleigh has just been sitting at my mom's house in storage for all these years. And now that I have a child of my own, and we, we were doing a little more extra outside decorating this year. So we'd like, we actually put up lights outside. And I'm looking at my front yard, and I have this great flat space in the front. And I'm like, man. That sleigh my dad built back in the day would look so cool right there. I would love to have it. And I think Jimmy would love it. So at Thanksgiving, I told my mom, I said, hey, where's that sleigh dad built? I would, I would really love to use it as our, you know, for our home decorations. She's going, and this one, she goes, you're going to have to fight your brother for it because he's asked for it. Oof. And I was like, oh, hell he did. So technically he asked first if um, we're taking notes. He had asked about it. Okay. Yeah, he had asked about it. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. But nothing has been done. Like it's still sitting in storage somewhere. Don't even really know exactly where it is, but it's somewhere at my mom's house, right? All right. This is a key point of evidence. He asked about it before you did. Yes, because I had asked my mom and she was like, oh, that's so funny. Your brother asked about it as well. And you're like, that's not so funny. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't see the joke. All right. So I asked my brother to present his side for the the jury, um, which is all of you guys in the Burst Show fam, because you're going to be deciding who gets my dead dad's life. (laughs) Are they going to be voting online? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So My brother presents these facts for the court. Number one, I helped him build it. Oh, Oh, he's throwing on straw. How old was he at the time? I mean, we probably like eight to ten. Eight, so core memory for your your brother. Yes. Um, Number two, I have reindeer to pull it on the farm. He's joking. (laughs) Number three. My farm truck broke down, and I'm going to convert it into a Dodge Charger. (laughs) And then his last point of contention, 
I lost my virginity in the back of it. <gasps> no. Uh, he, no, he did no, not. He did. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you? Abby was sold. Yeah, <laughs> I was sold too, right? So the only thing he really has on his side is that there is sentimental value here mm-hmm. because he helped your dad build it. Correct. They went back there. Listen. They got their hands dirty together, yes. right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, my brother, if when you meet him, he, he's a very funny dude. He's yes. got lots of jokes. Okay. And so, no, my brother yeah. did not lose his virginity in the back of the Santa sleigh my dad custom built. <laughs> for our family. Yeah, that my, did not happen. My favorite story about her brother is uh, he and I peeing in two separate urinals together after drinking a little bit and him uh, saying to me, "This." he was talking about my fiance and he said, hey, if you can't take care of her, I will. <laughs> This yeah. man's like six foot four, two eighty. I'm like, you don't even have to ask. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that is that's what my pro- brother has presented to the court. Okay, now here's what I am bringing to the table as to why I should get my dead dad's leg. Number one. I watched him build it. <laughs> I was there, there in the front. I was a part of it. Uh-huh. May have got like a like a hammer or something. Like I may have not acted, but I was there when it was built. I watched it happen. Um, number two, my brother lives on a farm. He lives like on a like a, a big piece of property, and he lives super back far from the road. So if he puts this in his yard, nobody is going to see it and appreciate it. Whereas I live in a neighborhood with a ton of kids, and it's going to bring them such tremendous joy. Okay, I'm I'm only asking questions here because I think the jury needs to know. Yes, he's got. A large, he's got a lot of real estate in the back and it is rolling real estate. So the kids yes. could use the sleigh in a safe atmosphere. No, you can't get in that. You can't like it. This is purely prop just to look at. Oh, okay. That no. changes things. Yeah. This is just a prop and like you get those like light up reindeer and put in front of it. Like this is purely decoration. This is not for use. Oh, got it. Okay. That changes things for me. All yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and my last point for the court I named my son after him. That's a, that's a good quote. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that really has to do with this, but... Isn't your brother named after him? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe my brother's son is also named after him. <laughs> but my brother doesn't go by James. He goes by Morgan. And Liam doesn't go by James. He goes by Liam. And James Jimmy his- doesn't go by James. He goes by Jimmy. That was my boy called by Nobody called my dad James. They called him Jim. (laughs) All right. So where can they go and vote? Thebirdshow.com. So if you want to vote for the Patriot, man that risked his life for our country, or or Kristen, that makes you laugh every morning. (laughs) Who you want to go? I would say every morning. (laughs) All right. You can vote online. Thebirdshow.com. The Bird Show. So we are about to start texting for and with Chelsea. She's got a party coming up this weekend, and her best friend wants to cater it. But her best friend kind of sucks at catering. Oh, well, then that's an issue. (laughs) So how do we tell the best friend that without saying, hey... You're suck. really bad. I don't know. Your I think I think terrible. that would go over well. Yeah. You think? Yeah. Well, we'll be in and out of here in just a couple <laughs> minutes then. Uh, good morning, Chelsea. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good. Okay. So when is this Christmas party? This Christmas party is coming up next weekend. Next weekend. Okay. So, mm-hmm. uh, and they don't have a caterer yet. Right. Nope. I'm working on that right now. Well, si- yes and no. 
It's a long story, which is why I'm calling. Okay. So well, we got plenty <laughs> of time. Should I get into it? Yeah, let's go. Okay. So my boss said that, um, you know, like kind of like a last minute planning. He told me that he wanted to do um, a Christmas party, do something for the team and that he wants to have it at his house instead of like a restaurant where we usually do. So he wants to be comfortable, have it in his house, have everybody feel cozy, whatever. He tells me that, and everybody agreed that they're down. They want to see the boss's house. They want to check it out. <clears throat> and, he said, <laughs> and he said that, um, that I'm in charge, like get the caterer, hire the decorating, hire, hire everything, hire, hire to make it look good. And um, so what happened was that I mentioned it to my friend when we were going out for drinks the other day. And, you know, after a couple of drinks, I was telling her the story like, oh, now I got to work on this thing. And she goes, I can cater it. This is great because she's been wanting to start a business. But guys, her food, like, you know, I was like, yeah, that sounds great. So now she's all excited. But guys, she doesn't cook well. Doesn't, <laughs> the food does not taste good. And it's like, now I'm like, I, now she's like all excited and, and she's telling me how she manifested this and look how quickly it came to be mm. and, and everything is in alignment and, you know, all her chakras are lined up, you know, like all that mm. <laughs> kind of talk. She needs to and manifest some I good food. So, oh my God, she really does. I wish she'd like hire somebody to cook for her. But <laughs> Like Chelsea, on a scale of one to 10, like how bad is the food? Like what's the worst thing you ever tasted that she made and what did it taste like? I'm not going to discuss what it tasted like, okay. but the lasagna just, it just was not good at all. It was, it was what it was runny. Oh no. Oh, the, I... the meat didn't have flavor. Um, it, it just, it was yeah. just a horrible experience. It was one of those that you just push, you just, you cut it and then you just like push it around the plate. <laughs> to make it seem like it's disappearing, but it's really not. Right. Now, yes. is, and then, and then you said like, oh, I took an appetite suppressant this week. I, I think it's kicking in right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ozempic queen. <laughs> so is this a company that she has or is this just her offering her services to cater the Christmas party? Right. Like she, she did it like a while ago, like she did it um, during COVID. Like she's like, oh, I want to open up an LLC. I, I want to cater. I, I want to, you know, I, I want to, you know, take one of those PPE loans. PPE, what is it? PPE something loans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and, um, and she's like, I want to start this business. And, um, you know, and she started off with desserts but, and things like that. But then now it's she's talking about full-blown cooking. And, and it, it's not like that. I mean, her family eats it because they love her, but they have no choice. <laughs> I, I can't impose my coworkers to this and to think, like, it, this responsibility is on me. And it will look bad on you for yeah. sure. Are the desserts Absolutely. any good? You know, they're, they're nice. Right. You no. know, I mean, no. The, the, you're yes. not going to put anybody out of business. You were going to try to find a compromise, like, hey, if she can't do the catering, at least she could do the desserts. I think well, we. I, I, I'm I'm thinking something like something simple, like cupcakes and like her best one, just to say, like, you know, maybe we could just have like a tray of like, you know, a few trays of that one cupcake that's absolutely delicious. How about just but one I, cupcake but, <laughs> and some right. accessories? That's true. The napkins. <laughs> Right, because you don't want to you don't want to risk it. I was thinking but, we go in. Um, oh, but but we could do it with like the company logo on it. That maybe that would be maybe that would work out. <laughs> I don't know. 
I was thinking we we go. I don't want to. I don't want to hurt her. I was thinking we go in with a well placed lie and say something like, "Oh, sorry, the boss." really just told me he wants to use this catering company and blame it on him, but then say like, hey, can you do the desserts or a cocktail Mm -hmm. or a cake? So she has a little something something, but that way we get out of it. Yeah, that was my idea, that you just go back to her and be like, there was miscommunication in the office and somebody else thought they were handling catering and another company has already been booked. We already put the down payment down, so I am so, so sorry. They've already purchased supplies. Yeah, so I think that's that's the route you go and then just don't ever do anything. Yeah, Chelsea, give us a couple of seconds here okay when we come back we will start texting your best friend and just tell her how bad you feel about this miscommunication but it's not going to be possible this year but maybe in 12 years when you're not with the company she can do it then Um, right (laughs) bird show texting tutor coming up next the bird show hi we are about to start texting for chelsea we are uh, texting her best friend because chelsea has a company christmas party coming up not this weekend but next weekend and um, she told her best friend about it. Her best friend has this dream to be a caterer, but she sucks at cooking and catering. So now we got to go to the best friend because Chelsea's like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea, just to kind of like play cater and stuff. And now the best friend is taking it seriously. Now we have to rescind that mm-hmm. and say, hey, it's definitely not because you suck, <laughs> even though it is. Um, but there are other reasons why you can't cater the party. Now, just to play this out, as I'm playing it out in my head, Chelsea, so, you know, this is, she's starting a new business. Um, I don't know how, like, financially secure she is if this is, like, a side hustle that she, you know, a passion project she's really into. But, you know, instead of telling your friend they suck, um, let's just go ahead and tell her, I am so sorry. Carol at the office thought she was in charge of catering, and she's already booked another company and put the payment down and whatnot. Now, we have to prepare ourselves if your friend hits us back and she's like, oh no, I was counting on that money for Christmas, blah, blah, blah. We're going to have to come up with some kind of like, maybe, you know, I'll I'll put in a good word for the next company Mm -hmm. get together. I also think with our initial explanation, it has to be more tied into the boss's decision. So there's no wiggle room at all because she might want to say, well, yeah, I don't know who Car- who Carol is, but if this is True. the decision by the boss, then it's off the table immediately. Okay. Because now your job's at risk, right? Gotcha. Yeah, no, that makes sense. You're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so help me out. Because I, I was already, like, typing, like, I'm so sorry Carol was at, and now I'm like, delete, delete, delete. delete. Yeah, yeah, forget about Carol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's now just a figment of our imagination. Yeah. Be like, hey, I'm so sorry to be the bearer of bad news. Um, my boss has already secured catering. He didn't realize I was taking care of it and has already booked and paid for somebody else to cater the Christmas party at his house. Yeah. Again, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Well, wait a second, because he told me to do everything and I said that. You said so that? why don't we make it That's why I didn't want to go with like, the boss. Well, why don't no, you... No, 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 I like the boss, but... He, oh. my boss told me to take like one thing off my load. Like he secured the catering. There you go. I like, like that. that. Yeah. Good call. Good call. And okay. if she comes back, you can also say like it was his wife's. I don't know. You can, we, yeah. we just got to use this leverage of the boss because you don't want to risk your job, quote unquote, for this. It's a friend of the family. I'm a friend yeah. of the family too. Not so a she, boss's family. Right. Mm. All right. So what do we have there, Chelsea? 
because we're on such good um, terms, I don't have to call you Chelsea anymore. No, not at all. <laughs> right, of course. Hey, girl, I'm so sorry to be the bearer of bad news. My boss wanted to take something off my plate and has already secured someone to cater the Christmas party. It turns out his wife wants to use her friend. Her friend. A friend of the family her or her friend? Her family friend. That sounds good. Okay. I would also then, throw it. They've already put down a deposit. Yep. Yep. It's already money. Oh. Down. Or they've already paid for it. Yeah. They, they know. I've already cooked the food. Yeah. <laughs> it's already set up. <laughs> it's already seasoned. Nobody's getting food poisoning. Yeah. I wonder if she'll show up to the party and say to the boss, I was so disappointed to hear you guys went with a family friend over me. Well, she's, this is her friend, so she won't No, she party. wouldn't even know where it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay, yeah, got yeah. it. You think she's going to ambush the company party? <laughs> <laughs> Shoving lasagna okay, down everybody's throat. Yeah, I'll get this lasagna one way or another. She wrote back. She wrote back. She said, no, seriously, what is the catering company? You don't know. Be like, oh, just, yeah. Just, yeah, just right. respond back. I have no idea. Just relaying what my boss told me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do um, any of you guys have so, friends that cook that are really just really crappy at it? Yes, but they know it. They do? Yeah. I think oh, family, not friends. Really? Uh, um, okay, tell him that you already booked someone. Oh, my God. No, no. Nah. Be like, this is going to be tough. Nah, no. you say, this is my boss we're talking about. I can't offend, I can't offend the boss. Yeah. I can't offend my so boss. So let me get this straight. She is telling you to go to your boss and say, hey, too late. <laughs> I already right. have somebody doing it. No. How about we make a little bit light of it and be like, hot, not interested in losing my job right before the holidays. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't offend the boss. This is his wife's friend. Yeah, definitely put a ha-ha, though, yeah. so it's like a joke. Yes. Again, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. Capital letters. Is that all right? Capital letters? Yeah. It's like I'm screaming at him? No. All <laughs> oh, caps? No. Yeah, no, no, no. That's, that's extreme. Put, you no? can put so in caps. Yeah. yeah. Again, I am so. Okay. Not, yeah. Because we know how much this meant to your friend. Yeah. Now, I do think we got to go hard now. If she comes back again. She's texting back. I'm just, I got the dots. Yeah. The dots that, are moving. At some point, you're going to have to say, this is not negotiable. Like, this is a, a hard no here. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. There's no mm-hmm. other option. Dots. Dots, dots, dots. Dots, dots, dots. Dots, dots, dots. I feel like it's, it's a Christmas party. We should do Christmas dots. Dots, 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 dots. Dots, 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 dots. Little drummer dots. Okay, here we go. But I needed this. But I needed this explanation point to help figure this out. I could have used the money and I've already started buying things. Oh, I think you say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just found out, and I told you as soon as I could. Yep. Yeah. It's not your problem. Yeah. All you can do. That's a yep. valuable business lesson for her. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. So you get stuff from writing. I can understand her being disappointed, but the aggressiveness of like tell your boss. Oh my god, I can't with her. She said I just bought equipment. Girl, don't you don't you so, have the receipts? Come yeah. on. What are we gonna say? So return. Yeah. Just I would say that. Be like. Hopefully you still have the receipts. Tell her like at some point we have to say this is non-negotiable. This yeah, is this is not. Yeah. This is not going to happen. You could say I'll help you return them. No, mm-mm. I like that, girl. I'm just saying she's, receipts. I'll pick them up and return them for you. That I'll you, do the returns for you. Hopefully you still have the receipts. I'll I'll, I'll return them for you. Cool. You're piling more stuff on you. You didn't yeah. do anything wrong. Right. I think you say. Um, I think you got to be a little stern here. Look, blank, this is non, I'm sorry, but this is non-negotiable. What if it's like, the good news is you can still return them. I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do. 
Yep. To fix your cooking. Oh, my God. You're horrible. <laughs> the equipment is not the problem. Look, we, would, we, would, we wouldn't have a problem if she didn't suck at cooking, so it's really on her. It doesn't matter how expensive it is. This stuff is you bought. It matters. Now, you go help. Granted, Chelsea, you shouldn't have floated that promise out there. I know you're just trying to be like a, a supportive friend. Well, I wasn't right, and I was, you know, I was tipsy. I was drunk. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, that sounds great, you know, that kind of thing, and I didn't think she was going to take it seriously. Okay, before I hit and give you guys a heart attack, this says, Christine, the good news is you can still return them. There's nothing I can do. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Send. Yes? send. Send, send, send. Okay. How about I'm dreaming of dots? Dots. Dots, 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 I've never been closer to my Judaism roots <laughs> than when you guys sing Christmas songs. Like jingle bells. A dreidel Doesn't work. No, it doesn't. <laughs> oh, no. I can't with her, really. It says, I can't return it. I had to buy used from Facebook. Oh, she bought used from Facebook Marketplace. Sustainable. I can't afford to buy new. Okay. That's not. That's not. You put problem. it back on Facebook Marketplace. No. What's be like. Hell, should use it no, for right. the future. That's what I'm about mm-hmm. to say. Yeah. Be like. Look at it this way. This was an investment you need to make for future gigs anyway. Um, I feel like I need to add something. You know how she's like. Mm-hmm. You know, all it's a line. Consider it alignment. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like. Man, man, you don't need all. I don't know. Um. I know, but that's what appeals to her head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her be mind, like, it has to be. That this was, you know, uh, this was kind of spiritual thing yeah. that had to happen to her anyway. I feel like the universe is setting you up for a bigger and better opportunity. Yeah, that spiritual okay. talk. That's good because she yes. believes in manifestation. She, she like, cr- like crystals too. Talk about her crystals. Yeah, send her yes, a crystal and get it over with. It. <laughs> I agree. If that speaks okay, to her woo woo ness, then by yes, all means. Exactly. Thanks for feeling me, guys. I felt you. Yeah, if you got a woo woo friend, let's appeal to her woo woo ness. <laughs> I don't either. Everybody needs a woo-woo friend. Yeah. I'm, I'm down with the woo-woos. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I need a dot song. Oh, we need some more dots. Um, dots, 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 Oh my God! Okay, here we go. Well, we need the Lord. The <laughs> we need the Lord right now. The only reason I could afford investment right now mm. was because I had a gig book to cover the cost of it. Uh, I'm about to end it all. Okay, ready? Here we go. Here we go. Be like, here we, here we go. Just put put again. I'm sorry, and that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's it. You're right. Yep. Again, I'm I'm really sorry. Go ahead. Just send that, and then Mo. Will you use the dot song for Christmas in Hollis? <laughs> oh God! Dot 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 dot. What song is that? It's old school. It's Run DMC. She's saying, so you aren't even going to attempt to make a single attempt to see if you can change their mind and use me. I'm not even worth a conversation with him. 
I'd say you're worth it, but they've already paid for it. I mean, you got to give her, she is feeling screwed over. She invested in an exciting opportunity, albeit she shouldn't have made that mistake. That's on her. I think as a friend, we can say something like you're worth it, but they've already paid for it. My hands are tied. Boom. I don't know how many more ways you can say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's just going to be stubborn. You're going to have to like really put your okay. foot down and say. No. I'm saying you, you are worth it. What was that? You, you're worth it, but they've already mm-hmm. paid for it. My hands are tied. You could just say they've I already thought, taken care of it. You don't necessarily have to say paid. Right. But they've already taken care of it. I like that. But they've already taken care of it. Yeah. Tell us when you send it. No. Uh, um, Snoop did a Christmas song in 97. You did? Santa Claus goes straight to the ghetto. <laughs> Never. Heard I think it. we've played that on the air. Have we? Snoop and Nate Dog. Curtis Blow did a Christmas song. That one I know. Christmas rap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. She wrote back. I guess your boss's friend is smarter than I am. I should have charged you upfront. I would never dream of doing that to a friend. Wow. Mm. Wow. Oh. She has really gone next level on this. Christine sucks. All right. At some point here, um, Chelsea, you just got to dig in and say something to the effect of like, this is over, man. No, no we don't dig in. I think you just you leave her on red for right now. Yeah. She's upset. Okay. She's hurt. She was she was counting on this uh, cash influx for the holidays. So just leave her on wow for right now and then check in later. I would just say this is why you're not a real caterer. Oh, no. Tell me. Yikes. <laughs> Burn the village. <laughs> Cassie wants to be here for a while. <laughs> All right, so leave it there, like Kristen said, and then let's check back with you on Monday and see if she's gotten over it. I'm sure she's going to get over this by the weekend, and she's probably going to hit you back and apologize. Yeah, I think that you're right because um, there's nothing else. We can't yeah. keep going back and forth like yeah. this, and I got, I got to get back to work. Yes. <laughs> Do your thing, and let's talk to you on Monday and see if she came around over the weekend, okay? Sounds great. All okay, right. Guys, Thanks, Chelsea. Fun. Thanks for your help. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It doesn't sit right with my soul. That's kind of been a fun theme we've been playing with on The Burt Show lately, where you're getting something off your chest that's just not sitting right with you. Like when I threw a sick burn at Abby and then immediately felt bad, and she did the same thing to Kristen and also felt bad right away. Now, we're all good, and that was all in good fun, but sometimes you're not quite ready to confront your problems head on, and you need someone to talk to. And while we love talking to you guys about your drama, sometimes it's above our pay grade, and you need a professional to give you advice. I've been to therapy and there's something so freeing about unloading your problems on a therapist that has your back and you know is there to help you. And that's where BetterHelp comes in. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Show today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Show. I'm not a huge fan of spicy foods, but I do like a bit of spice in other areas of my life. Reality TV fights, make it spicy. My margaritas make them very spicy. And when it comes to the spice cabinet you keep beside your bed, you got to have a wide variety of spices to keep things heated up. If you've been looking for some more flavor to add to your life behind closed doors, Adam and Eve can help you bring the heat with some fun new items to turn up the temp between you and someone else. Or if it's a single girl summer, there's plenty of options for those of you riding solo this year. Adam and Eve is offering 50% 
50% off just about any item and they'll include free shipping and rush processing so you can spice things up ASAP. And you don't gotta worry about your neighbors noticing your delivery. Adam and Eve ships things out in discreet packaging. So you and Deborah down the street don't have to make awkward eye contact when you get your mail. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item and select just enter offer code Abby at checkout. That's A-B-B-Y at adamandeve.com. This exclusive offer is specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code Abby to get your discount. Code Abby. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Burt Show. Said this yesterday, I'll say it again today. Uh, Jared Leto, probably one of the top three guests we've ever had in studio. He's just honest. You know what? He wasn't afraid to answer anything. He didn't come with... 12 things you're not allowed to talk about, which a lot of these celebrities do now. Uh, he was just open and warm and humble and ready to talk about just about anything. We talked uh, to him for 40 minutes. Yeah. Which that is like unheard of. Normally when we like secure any type of celebrity interview, they're like, you have seven minutes, go. Oh, wait, you know, your time started five minutes ago. Now you have two minutes. I will say this as a general rule, and we have interviewed a lot of celebrities here. I kind of feel like the ones that have made it like Jared Leto has made it. They're pretty cool. Yeah. It's the ones on the way up that suck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The ones first starting out yeah. are really cool. The ones who have completely made it, your A-listers, phenomenal. Like J-Lo, she's, she was incredible. She was a great interview. Anybody in between, yes. they're very full of themselves. They the ones who feel like they still got something to prove. That's exactly like. what it is. But you won't get that here with Jared Leto. And I was very interested to see how he was going to answer Kristen's question about the Met Gala because she's so into it. Her and Abby are so into it every year. And he always gets like headlines with what he wears. And mm-hmm. Mo and I are like, this is a freaking ridiculous, pompous one percenter party. Don't get it. Uh, he didn't disagree with us. I, he, <laughs> what it sounded like to me was he felt like you are definitely in Entitled to your opinion. Okay. All right. Let's listen back to that. I think he said. I think he said you guys are both right. Okay. Let's listen back. Uh, he really doesn't give any f's about what people think. At least that's the impression that I got from him. And this was funny that he could not really spot any Jared Leto flaws. <laughs> we said that his flaw was that he could not spot any flaws. We tried real hard. We really did. Uh, Jared Leto joining the Bird Show. Bring the car around. Which do you find more challenging, acting or music? Well, you know, I, I was a musician first. I feel like it's a little more organic for me. You know, it's a little more of a natural state. When I'm on stage or I'm writing music, it feels like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Acting is, it's an incredible thing. It's a lot of hard work. It takes for me a lot, probably more effort. It would be an easy decision. 
I would choose music because I do it with my brother. Yeah. You know, mm. so it's like a little family business. I just feel like you're so gifted in so many areas. And I have always felt this, that <laughs> God takes away in other areas. I mean, he gave you a whole bunch of creativity. You're obviously a good looking guy. What do you suck at? <laughs> There's got to be a flaw somewhere. What well, is it? A lack of personality. Knock it Maybe. Out. <laughs> <laughs> good looks. Can you not uh, throw? Can you, you know, not kick? What is it you can't do? You can't no. kick. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see him in a game of kickball? Yeah, no, or just kick a field goal. Can uh, you kick a field goal? Can you play? You know, cool? I've always been pretty athletic, to be honest. But I was, you are not leaving here until we find. No, I, have, I have plenty. You know, my, I was raised by a hippie mom, so the sports thing wasn't that important to me. I always wanted to be a creative person. But like I said, I I love to rock climb. I love the outdoors. I've got into free diving recently. No, no, this uh, is not answering my I, question. I will answer the. I will okay. answer the question. The thing that I'm, 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 I'm searching is how I'm going to find. That's my flaw. Yeah. My flaw is I can't find my flaw, Bert. Oh, no, no. I, I have tons of flaws. And I think probably a big one is like I've really traded a social life and a family life for my creative dreams. And it's an important thing to be mm -hmm. mindful about, especially as you get older. You know, I'm looking to find some balance in my life and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to adjust some of those things because it's important, you know, and balance equanimity, as they say, is a really fundamental thing to have in life. So, so it's family and a personal life is the part that of yeah. balance that you don't have, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I've historically not had that. You know, I'm the guy that's working and emailing until, you know, the crack of dawn. And then first thing I'm up, I'm back to work. And I think a lot of people probably don't assume that of me. You know, they go, oh, I'm climbing or I'm just, you know, this kind of wild child or something. I don't know. But, you know, the consistent theme in my life has been one about work, you know. I watched Artifact, three-fourths of Artifact mm. over the weekend because I had 15 yeah. teenagers in my basement. So I had one eye on my security yeah. camera and the other eye yeah. on your movie. And it seems to me like you dive into every creative project you have and you won't do anything unless you do it wholly. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, to me, that's a very high compliment. Like I said, something I probably learned from my mother is like the value of hard work. And, you know, if there are people out there that are listening, that have a dream, that have a little business, that want to, you know, get that promotion, that have some creative idea they want to get out into the world, you know, it's not always those big steps. We're always looking for those big breakthroughs. And I would really encourage people to find the smallest step. What's the next smallest step you can take towards mm. those goals? Because those are the things when you add them together that build the strongest foundation. Yeah. Yeah. Jared Leto on the Burt Show this morning. Before you ask your question, Ma, I want to make some space here for Abby. I'm going to give you some <laughs> insight. Okay. So Abby is fairly new to the Burt Show. This is the first major interview she's done. The only other celebrity she's had a chance to ask a question to is Garth Brooks. So it's you <laughs> and Garth Brooks. And she's sitting over there in silence right now. And I do not want you leaving studio without her asking some questions. Oh my God. No, I just find it. I'm literally soaking up everything because you're such a fascinating person and Bert kind of brought this up where you really dive deep in your creative process and something that you're kind of notorious for is your method acting preparation when you go into roles and I was wondering if any of that kind of plays into when you're making music or if you go to any kind of similar lengths when you're creating songs. 
Well, I think if you look at Artifact, which is a documentary made we made many years ago about the making of an album called This Is War, you see a little of the meticulousness coming into it. But before, you know, I don't really, I don't call myself a method actor. I just tend to work really hard. And, you know, we have a lot of fun when we make movies. And, you know, it's that old cliche. It's like, you can take the work serious, but don't take yourself serious. And it's always really important to me to be the hardest working person on set, but also to be the kindest person I can be on set. So those things have to run in line with each other. And it's titillating to talk about some of that. Oh, the method acting thing. And I remember hearing like Nick Cage ate a roach to prepare for his role as a vampire years ago. And you hear all these stories and they capture our imagination, but largely they're like over-exaggerated and uh, far from the truth. But, you know, having focus and concentration, those things are really helpful when you're trying to do something difficult, if it's climbing, if it's acting, if it's music. But you got to have fun as well. Is that the same question you ask Garth Brooks? Yes. <laughs> his, his answer wasn't as good. <laughs> it doesn't have to be. He's Garth. Right? My question was actually similar to Abby's, but as opposed to music, I was wondering if when you do do some of this deep diving into your roles, does it actually leak off screen and create challenges for you in your real life? Well, you know, it can if it's a physical commitment. Like, you know, I've lost... Uh, 25, 30 pounds for a roll. I remember I got down to about 104, so I probably lost more than that. And then I got up to 204 for another roll, and I gained 67 pounds. And when you do that stuff, it's hard to walk away at the end of the day in a short amount of time, whether you lose weight or you gain weight, you transform your body. Maybe if you have an accent and you're working on it all the time. Mm. Uh, and you're practicing it all day. You can imagine if, like I told you, you had to show up and you have an Irish accent and, you you know, you got to work in two weeks. You're going to probably start to do it as much as you can just to practice. So when the camera rolls, you're not like, wait, what am I doing? Top of the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, lucky charms. You're going to sound terrible. Uh, so it's just really about practice. And sometimes it's hard to walk away. I remember, you know, finishing Dallas Buyers Club and it being such an emotional goodbye because we all committed to those characters. And it was such a tragedy uh, of a film, too. My character died and, you know, it was a brutal kind of chapter in history. So, you know, it, that can kind of affect your mood. And, uh, you know, just conversely, if you're having a lot of fun or doing something light and silly, that can that can affect your mood too. Was that character in that movie the piece of creativity that you're most proud of as far as movies go? Because it's unmatched if you ask me. I appreciate it. It's I, amazing. You know, there are certain films that stick out like Requiem for a Dream is mm. always a special one in my mind. But sometimes smaller roles. I really had fun in House of Gucci. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know I was me still. They're <laughs> like, wait, who you were in that movie? You know, uh, and I had, uh, there's something I did last year called We Crashed. Yeah, that I saw was, it. That was really fun as well. I really uh, kind of fell in love with that. Yeah, you played a big old really well. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Crushed it. Thank you. You're the best all I've ever seen on screen. <laughs> the, uh, and, and also, like, sometimes there are funny little things. Like, when I was a kid, Blade Runner was one of my favorite movies. Maybe my favorite. Then I get a chance to be in the sequel. Little part, but it's, you know, maybe proof for living in a simulation because I'm going to do Tron as well. And that Gosh. was one of my favorite movies mm -hmm. when I was a kid. So that stuff is really cool to kind of come full circle, you know? Yeah. This is going to be very presumptuous of me to ask you of a favor, considering this is, you know, the first time we've ever met. 
Sure. But I love... You look very familiar, though. Did really? we not meet before? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I would remember. <laughs> I would for sure remember. Maybe I just uh, have one of those faces. Yeah. But Abby and I are both obsessed with the Met Gala. Oh. And we love the fashion. We love the pomp. We love all of it. And I love how designers and those who walk the carpet press the envelope. Like, I don't want to see anything vanilla. I want to see something spectacular. And you always bring it. We have tried explaining to Bert and Bo <laughs> why the Met Gala is so spectacular and the artistry of these designs and it's more than clothes. And I know you love the Met Gala and you have walked the Met Gala carpet. Can you please explain to them why it is so spectacular? It just feels like such a pompous, arrogant, it's not. elitist. It's not. It does so change, change, she's right, change our minds about no, it. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not going to change your minds. I mean, I think it's like it has a little bit of everything. You know, it's probably both of those things. At the same time, at the end of the day, you know, they're raising a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So that's a good thing to be a part of. If they're mm-hmm. raising money and they're successful at that, then okay, it's a good excuse. For the uh, arts, which is hugely important. To be a part yeah. of it. I think there's also something really, you know, frivolous about it and really fun. And it's nice to see people kind of like not take things so serious. Some people take it very serious. I always treat it a little bit like it's Halloween uh-huh. and a little bit like it's an art project. You mean you like know. carrying your own head that yeah. one? Yeah. yeah. For, for me, it's a chance to, and I try to take this approach in all areas of my life. It's an opportunity you know, to do something creative, you know, the work that goes into deciding to wear a cat costume <laughs> and just the kind of the, I'm always fascinated by the creative process. And like that moment where I thought, yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a bizarre thing, you know, outside what well, a cat costume, <laughs> you're going to wear this to the Met ball. And it ended up being like a really incredible experience. And it was really fun to bring that laughter and joy and the smiles across the room. It's fun to bring that to the world. And for me and my whole team, it was a chance like, oh, we found the best people in Hollywood that actually make these costumes for movies and you know, going through that creative process. A lot of people don't know that that event was celebrating Carl Lagerfeld mm-hmm. and he had a famous cat named Choupette. Right. So I dressed like his cat. There you go. I'm also playing Carl in a movie. So it was all kind of connected that year. That being said, I think I'm done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think so. I mean, you know, it's... It, You're done with the over-the-top attire? No, no, or I, the, just, with the I, I just don't know where you go nope. from here. So okay. maybe a good time to take a break. Gotcha. Uh, but it has been amazing to support what they do because it's a beautiful thing to support the arts and, and the history of what's going on there. And it's an honor to be invited. And I think Anna Winter does a phenomenal job with it. It's a cultural institution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it comes off. I, I, I can understand both sides of how you look at it. But I've always been, you know, honored to be asked. Jerry Leto on The Burt Show this morning. You seem to really, especially in a time now when everybody is giving you feedback, ugly shit online, some nice things, but we focus on the, you really don't seem to give a about what anybody thinks about any of your projects and you seem to sort of go through life really being authentic to yourself and that's enough. Is my impression correct or does it get in your head sometimes? Yeah, I try to, you know, I mean, I've never really subscribed to the belief that you should let people slow you down or stop you from following your dreams. I mean, if we agreed with all the people that didn't agree with us, we probably wouldn't get very far. 
And, you know, it's funny. I don't know if it's the time we live in or if it's just every generation says this, but it is, it feels like there's a lot of conflict in the world. And I tried to walk a path where I'm adding uh, something positive to the planet. It's always nice to have a song like Seasons. It's nice to have this album. There's a certain optimism to it. It was born into the early days of COVID. And the album is actually called It's the End of the World, but it's a beautiful day. And to me, it's a little ironic, but it's also there's a sense of hope that there's maybe still some beauty to be found, although things might seem a bit bleak. I saw you do an interview with, uh, it was a really great interview. It was one of your friends in England. I think. And they brought up the fact that the name of the album uh, is It's the End of the World, but it's a beautiful day because when the end of the world does happen, it it could very well be super sunny outside. It can literally (laughs) look like this. Right. Mm -hmm. And and this could be the last minute. We're all sharing it together. (laughs) Bye, guys. (laughs) And you've been great. Let me just honestly say this. I don't even really like to do these kind of interviews anymore because I feel like most people that walk in here don't give a lot of themselves or they're trying to protect an image. So I don't even like doing these anymore. But you did not disappoint, man. What, I appreciate it. And these interviews are only as good as the people that you're interviewing and what they want to give up. And thank you for your time. I could talk to you for four hours. Yeah, it was really fun. And I enjoyed uh, you guys as well. Thank and, you. And uh, I've, like I said before, I'm, I feel pretty lucky to be here. I'll so. be, well, I'll be in the front row at your show in Atlanta yeah. crying. Yeah. Everybody. Turn it up. We'll bring Andre with us. Exactly. Okay. Thank you. Jared Leto, thanks for coming in today. It's a Burt Show. Hey, the Burt Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz. A top 20 list of the worst Christmas songs of all time just came out. But before we get into that, I need to tell you, I need to warn you about something that you need to be aware of if you plan on posting on your Instagram story today. So Instagram just introduced a new feature called the quote-unquote hype option, which means that unless you turn this feature off on your Instagram story, anybody that responds to your Instagram story, that will show up in the feed of your IG story. So when people are scrolling through, they can see how your friends are roasting you. Like for me, I just posted my bi-weekly basic white boy thirst trap. And now anybody who wants to roast me about it, everybody who follows me will be able to see that on my Instagram story. So like if, as I'm watching stories, I can see the like the comments, they just scroll down on it's the gonna, video. It's going to pop up. So like when you see my picture of Tom Blythe from the Hunger Games mm-hmm. and me thirsting after him, you're going to see all the comments that people have to say about it. Why is it doing that? I don't that? like that. That's going to cause people to say a lot of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. So make sure you turn it off if you don't want your uh, DMs on blast. All right, everybody go to Abby's profile and blast her. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. Abby's, Abby's down bad again. So if you wanted to turn that off, how do you go about doing that? Um, you should Google that. Because <laughs> <laughs> as of right now, I haven't turned it okay. off yet. Uh, okay, back to the worst Christmas songs of all time. So the AV Club, which I guess is just a conglomerate of all the nerds you went to high school with, they ranked the top 20 worst Christmas songs of all time. Now, we already discussed this in the last eBuzz. So far in the number one spot, it was the Christmas shoe song. Sir, I want to buy these shoes. This one's going out to Kristen. <laughs> and her tear ducts. It's Christmas Eve. Do you still have that video that you took of me in studio the last time we played it? Uh, somewhere on my phone, yep. Oh, man. Kristen, be respectful. He's talking about his dying mama. Will you stop? Yeah. Does she die at the end of this? Is that spoiler alert? Uh-huh. He puts on the shoes when she's in the coffin. She's <laughs> 
Okay, yo. I, can't, I took my headphones out. I don't know what Tommy's saying. Cassie, didn't you say this was a feminist anthem? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What were you going to tell us about that? Not this. Which oh. one was it? Oh, baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> yeah. Christmas shoes. Oh, I thought you thought. I, I was on the same page. I thought you said Christmas shoes was no. a feminist anthem. It's like women can die too. Yeah. <laughs> I said in the last entertainment buzz that I thought that the. Uh, Controversy over baby, it's cold outside. Being like a, a a sexual, what's the word I'm looking for? Assault. Assault anthem <laughs> was just really stupid and overblown. And you said it's more of a feminist anthem. So when you take into context the time period in which it was released and look at it through that lens, what's in this drink was a joke. It's not about a uh, like roofie. a roofie. It's about is there alcohol in this drink? Drink and the whole thing is it is allowing women sexual agency. Because back in that time, it was inappropriate for them to be alone with a man, never, like, never mind, be promiscuous with a man. So by being like, oh, he's giving her all these excuses to stay. So the next day when she does stay over, because she wants to, mm-hmm. and she even indicates that in the song. But what will my you know, mom think or my aunt think or neighbors or whatever? He's giving her a bunch of reasons. So the next day she can be like, well, you know, all this stuff happened and there was too much alcohol in the drink. So she had a cover, essentially, to be able to stay overnight with him like she wanted to without getting blasted by society. So the whole song is actually about giving women agency to make choices in a patriarchal society. I'll wow. tell you what happened in that song anyway that you don't hear is that he drank too much and couldn't get it up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> she stayed. <laughs> but he couldn't even perform anything. That's the remix. Okay, got it. Okay, we have three songs left okay. on this list. So Grandma Got run, run Over by Reindeer was number two, but we got three left for you guys to guess on. Okay, so was the AV Club trying to be like... Self-important input. Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas Is You" because it's so overplayed. I do not see okay, You're good. that never, on the list. Ever gonna guess these songs? I I don't know these songs, so I know you're not gonna. Do you know I them, Abby? Know. Yeah, I know the artists, but I don't know the songs. Okay, what do we got? All right, so we'll just we'll just knock it out. So in number three, we have "Dear Santa" by The Weather Girl. Oh, all right. You guys know the Weather Girls from It's Raining Men. Yeah. Uh, okay. And Martha Wash, who sings in the Weather Girls, you remember her from CNC Music Factory. She was the female voice for them. Oh, is that right? Yeah. That was actually interesting, Tommy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to hear CNC Music Factory. <laughs> and the number four spot, we have this, The Night Santa Went Crazy by Weird Al Yankovic. Merry Christmas to all. Now you're all going to die. <laughs> Oh, I gotta get this. <laughs> wow. All right. Huh. And in the final spot, that's Christmas to Me by Pentatonix. Because that's Christmas to me. Okay. Yeah, that one's kind of good. What's wrong with Pentatonix? You don't like acapella groups? Uh, not just that one. <laughs> that glee was your worst nightmare. Um, I never saw it. <laughs> From Horror Stories, head to thebirdshow.com. Cookie Buzz. So she's going to her boyfriend's mom's cookie swap party. Man, you talk about living life in the fast lane. Uh, but she's got to be really, really careful here not to be a better baker than her mom. What should she do? Should she throw this whole thing next on The Bird Show? You're on The Bird Show. Look, the last thing you want to do anytime is make your boyfriend or your mom's or your, I should say, your uh, wife's mom look bad. Show her up. And um, Ariel here is a little bit nervous that she might do that this weekend with her boyfriend's mom. Hey, Ariel. 
Hi, how are you? Good. All right, you're walking a very fine line going into the weekend. Seems kind of superficial, but it's not. Uh, no, I mean, it's not, but I mean, it's something that, you know, we as women are always concerned about, um, especially when we're going to go meet, you know, future in-laws, you know, the whole nine yards. But um, yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm terrified right now. I don't know what to do. Terrified over a Christmas cookie swap? <laughs> I know it sounds ridiculous. I know it sounds completely ridiculous, but um, I, I'm a, I'm, I really want to make a really good impression. Um, and uh, you know, she has this thing where you know she invites everyone, nieces, nephews, this and that, and um, they do like this cookie swap, right? And everyone always brings their best recipes, and I'm just trying, you know, um, to you know just do my part. You know, as the girlfriend, you know, I, I want to, you know, be able to be with them. And, you know, I want them to have a good impression of me, but I'm a really good cook. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie here. I've been cooking since I was really, really little. I, I owe it all to my grandma. But at the same time, you know, my friends are like, girl, like your cookies are really good. You don't want to overshadow, mm-hmm. you know future mother-in-law possibly or anything of the sorts. And then, you know, you don't want that on, you know, in the back of your sure. mind, just thinking like, Oh my God, am I overdoing it? I don't know. Here, I don't know what to do. Here's one of the joys right here of being a woman. You got to be good, but not too good. It's exactly what America mm-hmm. Ferreira was speaking on when she did her big soliloquy in the Barbie movie. I understand why you want to tread lightly, Ariel, because is this the first time you're meeting your boyfriend's family in the, or the first time you're hanging out with them at a holiday? So it's basically the first time that I am hanging around them during the holidays. Okay. Um, I already met them about a month ago and everything was perfect. They're nice. They're the nicest people. But I just don't want to set the wrong impression of I'm over, tr- over just trying to overshadow you know, her and I, yeah. I, I just don't want to overstep my boundaries. I think I have an answer here. And while I respect Kristen and what she's saying, and it is a struggle for women that men can't understand. Let me just submit this and tell me if this is a good idea. I have always found in business that getting people involved in your success makes them invest in you and it becomes a more intimate relationship, even if I needed the help or not. I played the game. So I'm wondering if you go in there, you're just not as great as you normally are. And then clearly she's the better baker. And then you solicit for her help uh, to make your cookies as good as hers. So now she's almost becoming a mentor, tutor, whatever you want to call it, just so you she inv- invests in you. No? Yes? That Do you not like that? Like a, the women are looking at me like, like... a pretty good idea. The women are looking at me like, well, Cassie's looking at me like she's pissed. Blow her out of the water. Screw that. Own <laughs> <laughs> your bad. talent. Okay. No, I think you could do it nice. I do think there is something to what Bert is saying, and you can kind of... I would approach her and be like, hey, I'm really nervous about the cookie competition. Like, is it really cutthroat? Like, kind of make jokes and get a gauge for it. And if she's like, 
yes, it's it's we take it very seriously, then you know you can scale your stuff back a little bit. But if she's like, it's all in good fun, then bring your game. You know, I don't think you have to rub it in her face, but then you can be like, and then when you're there trying her recipes, you can be like, oh my God, Karen, these are the best cookies I've ever tasted. Will you please send me the recipe recipe and do what Bert says and be like, show me how to take uh, make them. What are your tricks that you use? And I think that way you can also default to her as being the better baker and get in with Bert strategy without sacrificing like your own talent. You don't need to hide yourself or shrink yourself for some boy's mommy. What do you think, Abby? Yeah, I don't think you need to sabotage your cookie recipe because then you, you're going to go down in history as the girlfriend who had the really unedible cookies, which <laughs> might, might be a joke you not you're, you won't be able to live down. Yeah, I think you got to find something in the middle where, you know, you inflate your boyfriend's mom's ego an appropriate amount, but you don't embarrass yourself. You don't want to screw over your own cookies. Ego. What do you do here? Yeah, no, I'm not uh, <laughs> I'm not going to send burnt cookies, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm with Cassie on this one. You be yourself. Yeah. Go in there and do your thing. And I don't believe in dimming your light to make somebody else feel better. So I think you should just be who you are. And if it happens to blow mom's cookies out the water, it just is what it is. Ariel, let's talk to you on Monday and find out what you went with, okay? Okay. All right. Oh, have, yeah. a, have a good weekend. <laughs> bye bye. It's a bird show. Thanks for listening. Get more bird show fix at thebirdshow.com or follow us on social media at the bird show.